Does life feel too much right now? Are you overwhelmed by all the things and all the people and all the things that you're having to do and all the places that you have to go? Yeah, as an introverted Christian woman, it can be really, really hard to do life and show up for your church family and serve and just do all of your stuff that you have to do when life just is too much for you. So today, I want to talk about how you can make life a little bit easier for you so that you can continue to show up the way you want to. Welcome to Hope for the Ruri Christian Woman. I'm so glad you're here. Have you struggled with feelings of anxiety, panic, fear, and despair because life is just too hard? Are you tired of feeling like you're desperately trying to claw your way out of a pit of hopelessness? Do you want a relationship with God that is deep, real, and intimate? Something to give you the hope that you need to keep trusting God? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. If you're struggling to trust God because life is so stinking hard, if you feel like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore, if you are weary from the struggle and trying to do all the things and just want something to go right in your life, or at least for it not to get worse, this is the podcast for you. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. There is hope and rest for your weary heart, even when everything in your life is going wrong. How do I know that? Because I found it. Hey there, I'm LaToya Edwards, and I'm no stranger to hard times. But after walking through decades of hard times, I was so weary in my soul, and I felt like I was trapped in a pit of despair. I was frustrated, angry, and hopeless, and I was tired of waiting on God. I was overwhelmed, burnt out, and spiritually exhausted. Turns out, that's exactly where I needed to be to hear from God. During a season of forced rest, I learned more about my identity in Christ and how I was created to connect with Him. And then I was able to start my journey that led from a soul full of despair to being able to say, it is well with my soul. And I even learned how to enjoy life and dream again despite the difficult circumstances of my life. And guess what? You can too. You can find the strength you need to keep going even when things continue to get worse. The peace you need in your mind to stop being overwhelmed with negative thoughts and emotions. You don't have to stay weary. If that sounds like something you need, you're in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peace-filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get to work. Are you struggling to feel like a, quote, good Christian because everything that you're seeing around you just doesn't seem to fit for you, right? If you are an introverted or highly sensitive Christian woman, you are probably aware that church these days and Christianity these days has become really extroverted. And you know what? It can really make you feel like you don't fit in, like you're doing something wrong, like you're failing at this whole being a Christian thing. But what if that's not the case? What if you simply need to learn how God made you as an introvert or highly sensitive person and then what that means for your faith, for your relationships with your yourself, with God and with your church? Well, if you want to learn more about that and be able to just embrace who God created you to be and connect the way you were created to connect, then I want to invite you to check out my four-week course, Introverted Faith. It is a step-by-step program is going to help you learn, right, how God made you because he did it on purpose. Learn what it means to be introverted, what it means to be a highly sensitive person, and how all of that ties into your faith so that you can show up for your church, for yourself, or for your friends better. You can have a stronger connection with God all because you are embracing who you were made to be. So go ahead and check that out at my website, latoyaedwards.net slash introverted dash faith, and you can get started right away. All right. So I, this is so funny. 
I was really having a hard time recently because I was just worn out. I was tired. Everything was too much. Like I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to talk with anybody. I didn't want to talk to my kids. I just wanted to go in my room, curl up on a ball and just be left alone for days and days and days. And that's when I realized, oh, like I need to take better care of myself. I need to have a break. And this happens so frequently as an introvert, as a highly sensitive person, is that things just become too much. You know, there's a lot of sensory input going on out there. There's a lot of responsibilities that I'm doing um, and I'm serving in my church and all of those are great. But sometimes I have to stop and realize that I need to address some things so that I can avoid burnout and I can continue to serve and show up the way that I want to. And so today I'm going to give you four ways that you can make your life easier as an introverted Christian woman. Okay, so the first thing that you need to do is to know yourself and know what your triggers are. So know yourself, know what introversion looks like for you as an introvert. What does that look like for you? Because I can tell you in general terms that as introverts, um, you know, being in large crowds and being in public and being at these big events is really, really draining. But only you know what that looks like specific to you. You know how long you can be in an event. You know how large of a gathering that you can be in before you need to like retreat and take a break and regroup. You know that. So know yourself, know your triggers, know the things that are going to be most draining for you. Know um, what you need to do to rest and recharge. Um, Know your limits. Know those things, okay? So the second thing that I want you to do is have a plan for those triggers. So once you have taken the time to really think through what the triggers are for you, like what is it that triggers you to be so exhausted that you just want to avoid everybody and everything for the rest of time? What are those things? When you know what those are, you can make a plan for that. So here's an example. I know that as a highly sensitive person and as an introvert, that being in groups, it's really draining for me. And I know that because I serve on a prayer team, that's also really draining for me because when somebody comes for prayer, I can, as an empath, right, I'm feeling what they're feeling. Like my heart really goes out to them. And so do you know what this means for me? I know that this is a trigger. And so I have a plan. So one of part of my plan is that I will find a spot to sit like in a morning Sunday school class or in a group setting, I will sit in the back so that I have like an easy way to get out of there. I know that about myself. And so I have a plan that says, okay, I'm going to sit in the back because if the emotion in the room gets to be too much, or if there's just a lot of people over here, I know that I can sit in the back or I can sit in the kitchen. I can sit somewhere else and get a little bit of space so I can still engage and still participate, but I can have the space that I need process, right? I also know that for me, like I'm not planning to do a whole bunch of things on um, on Sundays because I know that I am serving and that takes a lot out of me. I know that I'm around a lot of people like because my whole church family is there and we're fellowshipping. So I know for me that I'm getting all my peopling done that Sunday morning and then for the rest of the day, like I just need peace and quiet. So know these things and have a plan for what you're going to do, you know, when, when you're triggered, when that happens, because it's going to happen. The third thing that you can do to make life easier for yourself is to make your home a safe haven. So funny story. um, I always tell people like I don't have the gift of hospitality because that's just I don't. I don't want you in my house. I'm not going to invite you over. And it's not because like I mean or rude or because like I hate my house. It's because my home is my safe place. It is for me where I go as an introvert. I go home to be able to rest and recharge. And so you need to figure out what that means for you. Your home needs to be the place that you can go to 
so that you can rest and recharge and rejuvenate so that you can then get back up and go and serve and show up for your life. So what do you need to do to make your home a safe haven? a safe haven, right? Do you need to create a space for yourself? Do you need to find some hobbies? Do you need to have your schedule set up so that you're building in um, time where you can be alone, where you can rest and recharge? Figure that out, okay? Because you need to have a place that you can go to rest and recharge. And it should be your home, right? Your home should be your peaceful place. And if it's not, you need to take some time and start making adjustments so that it can be that for you. Because I'm gonna tell you, after a long day of serving, right, especially like if you've got kids and things like you're going to be at church, you're going to be fellowshipping and worshiping. Sometimes that alone is enough to drain me for the rest of the day. But if you're serving and you're caring for other people, you need to have a safe place to go in your home. So the fourth thing that I want you to do to make your life easier is to rest. Learn how to rest. Learn what rest is for you. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm gonna rest by doing this and going and doing these things. That doesn't work for introverts, okay? When people think of like fun and like rest and relaxation and in their mind, they're off and they're out and they're like going and doing things, they're hanging out with other people, that ain't it for us introverts, okay? When we think rest, like we really think, I just wanna go sit in a corner by myself in the dark, right? Or with low lights and soft music and be left alone. So know that about yourself and embrace the rest. If you need to go home from church and immediately go lay in your bed to either take a nap or just lie down for 30 minutes, do that. We have to be okay with getting the rest that we need. Okay. And so it's this idea that we need to rest so that we can work. We need to rest so that we can serve. We need to rest so that we can engage in the relationships that God has given us to nurture and to grow. You have to rest. You need to get a good night's sleep. Take a nap if you need to. Find things that, you know, help you relax and give you, you know, that calm in your heart and in your mind that you need as an introvert, especially when you're you know, busy at church and doing things all the time. You've got to create that for yourself. So for me, I know that Sundays are serving days for me. I do the majority of my serving on Sundays. And so on Saturdays, I'm really not trying to be around a bunch of people, okay? I try to keep Saturdays as low-key as possible. Just me and my family, we might go out and do something fun, but I'm trying to just rest and relax because I know that I need energy to show up and serve on Sunday. I need that energy to engage in corporate worship. I need that energy to pray with other people, to pray for people. I need my energy to do all of those things. And so I have built into my routine rest. I rest on Saturdays. I rest on Sundays so that I can continue to do the work that God has called me to do. And so anytime that you are feeling overwhelmed or you're like, why is life so hard right now? I want you to stop and evaluate, like, are you doing any of these things? Do you have boundaries around kind of your time and your schedule? Do you know what your triggers are? Do you have a plan for how to address these triggers? You know, do you have a nice, peaceful, quiet place that you can go to that's all yours that you can find the rest that you need? Because nothing is going to be worse than burning yourself out and like opting out of fellowship opportunities, opting out of church, opting out of serving, opting out of your life because you have run yourself in the ground because you simply didn't make the time and the space to take care of yourself. It is important, right? We have to take care of ourselves. We have to make sure that we can perform at our best um, because we want to serve with with excellence, right? We want to work as unto the Lord. And we can't do that if we are worn out 
overwhelmed and burnt out. So recognize when you're about to hit that wall. Recognize the signs of, oh, oh, life is feeling like it's too much. I need to stop and take care of myself because when you can do that, then you can rest right? And God will provide those opportunities for you to rest. And then you're ready to serve and show up for every area of your life, you know, especially your family and, you know, in church and with ministry, you're ready to show up and be your best and do your best. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.